Warning. The following content depicts adults using adult language and discussing adult topics. Viewer discretion is advised. Wish me. All right. Oh, wait, Here Craig. I go. Craig, you're Craig. being creepy. And now, back to the action. So, I stand right the fuck up. I'm really angry. I rage <laughs> as a bonus action. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm going to try to decapitate this fucker right here. I don't like him one bit. Alright, try to decapitate that fucker. Alright. On campus. A big fucker. Oh god! I really did. I haven't been able to find it. No! What the hell? He takes off his ear. That's what you're supposed to do, my friend. Let's go ahead and... This isn't... Some percentiles. See what happens on your natural. No. I roll it. Yeah, go for it. That's fine. Okay, do I roll a d hundred? Yeah, roll a one d hundred. Right, one d. Ting. Fifteen. Okay, let's see what that gets you, my friend. This is a weapon fumble. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 dice are not on my side today. Alrighty then, weapon fumble, a 15, oh man. No. <laughs> oh, well this could actually be pretty good for you. So, you are knocked prone again. So again, you slam this guy. <laughs> he sort of uses his own great axe to bash yours out of the way. So you're knocked prone, your speed is reduced to zero, which means you wouldn't be able to stand up this turn. And normally because you use half to stand up before, you could just use your other half to stand up again. Unfortunately, your speed is reduced to zero, so you he cannot. You on How your ass. However, your target does have to roll a dexterity saving throw, um, which, with a natural 20, he does pass. So he's oh, not also not. not prone. So you swing your great axe to try and decapitate this, this orc, and he just goes, ching, and just knocks your great axe out of the way with such force that you are knocked back on your ass. And the pertain really? just happens like, right off his chest. Like, he doesn't even so pull out his He just sticks out his chest. Basically what happened like, <laughs> is I stand up, you know, I, I go to attack and I fall down again. That's great. <laughs> so if, if, uh, if I remember the phrasing correctly, you stand right the fuck up and then are knocked right the fuck down. Exactly. <laughs> I'm right, still so raging, that, though, right? Am I still you raging? You are still, ra you are still okay. raging. You made I your attacks. You're, you're raging, raging even more now. <laughs> this guy. Right, and with that, the goblin next to you I takes right his turn. You are oh, prone, so he right. still has advantage oh, on you. I don't even care about this guy. Uh, that's going to be. Let's see here. Goblin. A 16 to hit. And that hits. That hits. Alrighty then. That's going to be. Five points of damage. So I'm uh, raging. That's halved. Uh, so would that be two? Yes. Uh, halves will always round down. Okay, so that's Both two. You and the enemy. All right. Uh, so he takes it. Uh, one attack on you. I don't even care about this guy. It's this guy I want. <laughs> All right. The next goblin to go is dead, so he's gone away. The next goblin to go is. Dead, so he goes away. All right, next I'm going to go is next to Varric, who is now standing. He does not have advantage against you. Uh, will a 17 hit your AC? 
Varric. Happen? I will a 17 hit your AC. He rolled a. I'm sorry, what? A 17, yes. Will it hit your AC? Oh, yeah. My armor class is 12. Oh, wow. Are you not wearing armor? I think I am. Or do you have no dexterity? I have both of those. Hold on. Let me make sure. Dexterity's a plus one. And you're wearing leather armor, which gives you an AC of 11. So yeah, your armor class is just 12. Okay. Does that mean... You you are hit, and you suffer eight points of damage. Holy crap, I'm gonna die. uh, As a scimitar cuts into your side, where you were once feeling warm and fuzzy, uh, you feel it warm once again, uh, <laughs> warm and bloody along your side. I'm really glad Aaron decided to heal you. Yeah. Uh, so, next up, Balder, who is up at the front of the cart with this orc, takes his short sword and will swing twice at this orc. See here. Oh. Yes, come look at this. Damn! Did you get a natural 20? Boulder rolls double natural 20. What? What? <laughs> and that orc is decapitated. Let's let's just see if we've got any super cool extra stuff that's gonna happen. First one, 83. It's gonna be... Okay, this one doesn't help him. His target is surprised until the end of their next turn. And... Uh, Okay. Either of the two super cool stuff really help in this round since you already rolled double natural 20s, but that is going to be double damage on his. Guys, I had a feeling that he's done. So, uh, the way that attacks work, the way uh, it works basically, whatever your damage die is, you will roll it the number of times that it's supposed to be rolled, and times that die number by two and then add your bonuses just the one time. So in this case, the longsword does a d8 of damage. So on the first attack, he does uh, four, three, seven points of damage. And on the second one, he does he does 15 points of damage. That orc is dead. That orc is kaput. So he... Uh, having whirled around, no longer surprised by this attack, he just cleaves through the one side, and this orc just like, just cries out, and then he swings it around and just head down to Scrotum, splits this guy in half. Nice! Balder! I like how the coach is doing better than the actual adventurers. Yup. Dylan is killing more people than me. Alrighty then. Uh, next up is the orc next to David, who will be attacking Beric with his great axe again. That's going to be a 19 to hit, which that we hit. know does hit. Uh, that's going to be six points of damage. It's a good thing you have a healer right next to you. <laughs> it's so true. I'm uh, a little woozy, guys. Have lost a little blood. Just a flesh wound. And if this work next to Call, who is still prone. That's gonna be a 20 to hit your AC. Natural 20, is it? 
No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, it, it hits. All right, that's gonna be four points of damage. Have to have to two. All right. And it's as, he, as he beats into you with his great axe, uh, you know, he's just, just like, I'll show you the Grumps is the greatest. Oh, that does that just knocks me over the end. I'm just trembling in rage on the ground, like I'm, <laughs> I'm just Call so angry. Call us vibrating. All right, Nordmir, your turn. All right, so which of the goblins by Varric is almost dead? Uh, well, one is an orc. He's the only one who's been hit yet. I hit him for eight. Which one is the orc? Is it the one with the shield? The one is that here. The guy up Yeah, it's that guy. That guy. Okay, so... Possibly do sneak attack damage to this guy right here if you move behind him. I was going to say, I can move there, and I'm adjacent to... Does it work if I'm adjacent, or do I have to be right next to him? Um, it actually is your your friends need to be adjacent. So you would have to well, go... Right. You'd have to go here. So but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go, so long as one of your friends is adjacent to the target, which Varric is adjacent to both of them, then you'll oh. you're able to get sneak attack. So I have to be right next to, or can I be corner to? Uh, no, the corner the corner would work fine, uh, so long as you are uh, so long as you are sort of touching the target in some way. Do they get? Right, so where am I right now? Would work if I want to attack both of them. So where I'm at right now will it work to attack both of them, right? Yes, if you want to do one attack on each of them, you can do that. So I'll attack the one that's almost dead first. Very good, that's very uh, Just so you're aware, um, sneak attack always goes on the first attack of the round. With like the first attack that hits. So if you the you, the, you will do so more damage do if you hit him. Just okay, so you're so aware. attack the one that hasn't been hit yet. Okay. For, I just add an. Um, I don't add anything for hit, right? Uh, you would add for you. I think it's a plus five for your short swords. You can check your character sheet. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the hit is plus five. Yeah. So I definitely hit him. Yeah, that that most definitely hit. Three d six, right? Uh, yeah, at 3d6, and because this is your main hand that you're hitting with, it'll also have your your plus. plus. That's going to be the plus 3, right? I believe so, for your short swords. Okay, that's yeah, plus 3. So 3d6 plus 3. Well, I'm glad I killed him. You do, in fact, with the 9 points of damage, uh, you fling at this goblin almost sort of as an afterthought as you're coming in. You just sort of swing off to the side and you slit his throat. And he just gasps, gurgles on his own blood, and falls to the ground dead. Yes. Nice. I revel in blood and attack Nordmere. the support. Do I hit him? Uh, no. The ten you miss. Uh, so Fair you enough. you you slit this goblin's throat, and as you're basking in the blood, a bit of it just sort of slashes on your face and causes you to lose sight of the the orc just enough that he can dodge out of your second blade's way. That brings us to the orc attacking Balder. That's now dead. Varric, you're up. All right, so I only get one bonus action a turn, right? Correct. Okay. 
I'm gonna go ahead, so Varric has been hit quite a few times now. He's lost quite a bit of blood, so he's losing a little bit of control, and he shifts. So he gains, huh? Is that okay? So he gains four HP. Very nice. Now is that uh, actual health or is that um, temporary HP? Temporary health. Temporary HP. So go ahead and just make a secondary bucket for that, because that will go away first. Okay, so plus four. Okay. Um, so you know, got uh, now when you take damage, take away that four before anything else. Very good. Okay, and then he. So he can't use his uh, his two weapon fighting now, correct? That is correct because he can only use the bonus action for the second attack. Okay, so he can only do one attack. Yes. Okay, so he's gonna. Well, why not then? He's already shifted, so he's going to um do his long tooth shifting strike, and he's gonna take a bite out of this guy's freaking neck. Okay. Um. Normally, your shifting to your long tooth shifting strike is a bonus action, but this is the first time you've ever shifted in the campaign, so I'll go ahead and let you use your action. To oh, I didn't even realize. I thought it was still under attack. Never. Well, all right. Yeah, I mean, you're more than welcome to because it's it's the first time you've shifted, and it'll be very good flavor. So, for, for, for at least this this first shift, go for it. Fight this guy. I will. Eighteen. Hey. Uh, that hits. Eighteen hits. Fight a mofo. Plus two. Eight. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. So you do eight points of damage to this guy. So what you all see, so you all used to walking around with Varric. He's a very bestial man by nature. Just sort of slightly, slightly pointed ears, hairy. The teeth seem sometimes sharper. Um, sometimes they seem normal, but it's, it's, it's hard to tell occasionally. And his, his nails occasionally look a little bit longer. But aside from that, he looks pretty normal most of the time. And you see him just sort of basically wolf out. You just see just the, the hair on his neck and shoulders starts to push up a bit. And the nails that seem kind of too long turn into these sort of claws. And the teeth that seem kind of too sharp turn into fangs and the ears that are slightly pointed elongate and the face just sort of almost forms a snout as he goes into this sort of wolfman form and he just lunges he just roars out this growl and just lunges onto this orc and just tears into his throat and is just beating into him as this lifeless corpse is on the ground so the puppy does know how to bear his fangs. Uh, do I see this, or am I just on the ground? <laughs> you are still on the ground. You, in fact, between between Aaron standing where she's standing and the orc being positioned where he's positioned, yeah, unfortunately, you being prone, you don't really notice this. It's vibrating uh, with rage. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you are too busy vibrating with rage at the orc standing next to you. Uh, Aaron, what do you do? I am going to... <clears throat> Since it seems like Varric's okay for the moment, um, have eleven health. <laughs> I am going to. I was going to say he's not really that okay. Well, <laughs> he has eleven health. Eleven he's health. Out of danger. He's out of immediate danger. Yeah, this orc gets bored. <laughs> well, the other orc. That's what I was going to strike. Um, 
Can I go ahead and use Guiding Bolt on the orc standing next to Cory, since Cory is having yeah, trouble? That would, actually, that would be very helpful. And it seems to say, if I use it at a second level, I do 5d6. If you issue a statement with that information on your character sheet, if it says that, that's probably right. Okay, and I'll roll, and I'll roll one. D6? D6? Have a, you gotta hit first to roll D20. And then... And then plus anything? Plus anything? Um, it'll be plus your um, spell attack. Which will be based on wisdom and proficiency. The perception. Holy crap, holy crap. What'd you roll? 24. 24 damage. Roll that damage. No, she no, rolled the damage. Rolled the damage. Well, what was it to hit? I think she rolled that. Run away, run away. What do I do? 20. A d20 plus your wisdom? Plus your wisdom? Plus proficiency as well. Be even better. Be even better. So what is that to hit? One. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. What was the to hit? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. What's that? Oh, we have bad hits. So she did 24 damage. 24 damage. I know she did 24 damage. Oh, jeez. Okay. One second. I don't think it's on your point, honey. It's not. I think Dylan just left. Uh, he went upstairs. I'm hurting right now, so he had to go get my ring. Okay. okay. But he's he's back. Okay. So, um, you fire this guiding bolt. You do 24 da- damage to it. Um, so this orc is standing over, uh, standing over Call, and he is just sort of seems to be berating him, both with the great axe and his. A language you don't quite understand. But you know he's probably being mean, so you just look over and in a true uh true true Aaron fashion, you sort of hold your hand up and this sort of energy beam appears there momentarily glowing with the holy light and then just blasts forward in this arc and just incinerates this door and it just you who will come scream just blasted in a glowing light. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> and that brings us to Casanova. Well, first of all, she makes sure. Okay. She makes she makes sure that the caravan is not on fire. Uh, no, the uh, fireball to the cantrip. So it is the the smoldering embers of this goblin you have incinerated have gone out. And everybody looks to be standing. Uh, she sees that there is a goblin by her friend. She's I'm gonna love it if he kills everybody and Cory has not gotten off his butt. <laughs> I would like to be fireball <laughs> But he has done his job and takes Don't I roll a hit? Damage. And it's what? <laughs> Plus six. Six. So Cassie, without really moving, just sort of spins around again and launches another bolt of fire at this goblin. Uh, he is also very badly hurt um, and uh, is starting to look around uh, a little bit worried about how quickly things have turned for them. A mere moments ago, all of his friends were standing in the line, and now one has been bisected and incinerated. He is not liking life. So, Call, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Alright. I look At over to point. the guy who I was going to butcher. He's down now, so I look over to the goblin and I say, Guess what, mate? I'm taking out my anger on you! I go to cleave his head off. You, Please roll a natural do you, one. Um, do you stand up first? You yeah, I stand up. I, I stand up. Okay. Come on, Pippis. I can't let Kempis down. Oh, no, Kang! A 19. Alright, and... so, with my new character path, I do not only 1d12 plus 5 damage, I do an additional 1d6 plus 1 radiant damage. Take out all my rage on this little goblin. <laughs> One, two, twelve, plus five. Fourteen, plus another <laughs> one, two, six. So that's fourteen slashing damage, and that is going to be... Oh, uh, roll. Sorry, I forgot to roll. One, two, six. One... That's going to be three radiant damage, so uh, 17 points of damage altogether. All right, then. So this goblin who had one hit point left is <laughs> decapitated. <laughs> you stand up, and in a blind rage, you just you swing once, and it's just like... His head is lying in a tree 30 yards away. Right neck, his head... <laughs> In fact, it is, this is, I mean, this is so much overkill, but like literally, hot knife through butter, through the neck, and you actually think you missed for a brief moment, as he stands there wide-eyed and head still attached to his shoulders, and then he slumps over forward and the head rolls back, separated from the body. You have all cleared the battlefield. And we're level 20. Not level oh gosh. <laughs> that would be pretty extreme. <laughs> I'll get my tooth from this goblin. Can we take the goblin's head and tie them to the side of the caravan? Can we check their bodies for stuff? 
I want to look for the okay, goblin's uh, head. One at a time. Call. You are welcome to go collect the teeth you wish to collect. Uh, Nordmir, uh, as you go to uh, affix several goblin heads to the side of the cart, uh, Balder approaches from the front of the cart and just sort of looks down at you, and it's just like, um, if you could, could you please not? That's really disturbing. You know, uh, <laughs> this cart is marked as a guild cart. It, you know, it's got to go back to the guild, and you know they've got an image to uphold. So, uh, please refrain from affixing. We can take it off later, but to prevent more mishaps like this, we are displaying Ooh, our trophies. Let him roll persuasion. Let roll, a, roll a persuasion check uh, with disadvantage, because he has pretty strong feelings on the matter. Our puppy is snoring. Yeah, he is. He's not gonna sleep later. You're right, I should wake him up. Uh-huh. I'm ten. Damn it. Well, roll, roll again, just to see if you do worse. Oh, good morning. It's time to play. Will you play? Will you play, <laughs> Of course buddy? I do better. Play. Alrighty then. Uh, and your persuasion is a zero, so... Okay, that's a straight ten. Uh, he, he just looks down at you and just slowly shakes his head. He's like, I, uh, I totally get what you're trying to do. Another time, another place, I'd be all about this. But, uh, like I said, it feels that's a some pretty strict rules on uh, not <laughs> affixing decapitated goblin heads to the side of our cart. So, you know, just maybe, you know, we did pretty well with this. I don't think we need to dissuade people. If anyone else happens, you'll just take them out like we did now. Fine. Uh, I'm still in. Grumpily goes. I have a question. Yeah. Yes, call. Um, these orcs, since I am up north, is it, do I find it strange that they're so far down south, or is their tribe kind of, like, spread out? Um, you know that the Open Palm, uh, is a nomadic tribe. Uh, They tend to travel, uh... What, they actually, what you find more odd than the fact that they are down south is that the fact that they are out west. You know that the open palm tends to uh, roam up and down the eastern uh, side of Cantor, uh, keeping the mountains to one side, uh, sort of as a means of defense. Should they be attacked in the night, that the mountain both act as a, a, a shield from being attacked from the one end as well as a means of somewhere to potentially fall back if the battle takes a turn for the worse. So, more so than the fact that they are um, in, more so than the fact that they are down south, it is the fact that they are out east uh, that, or sorry, out west that seems to concern you. Casanova rolls a 16 investigation looking at the bodies. Um... You find, what do you find here? You actually find on the goblins, there is about, on the goblins we find about 10 copper each. Um, Each each goblin has about 10 copper and five silver. Um, The orcs each have about 
15 gold on them, uh, which uh, call again, uh, as Casanova sort of shares the fact that she's found this money on them, uh, 15 gold is a lot of money for uh, an orc to be carrying around, mm. especially three orcs of, of the same tribe to have that many. I have some concerns to share. Mm. These orcs. I believe they weren't here by mistake. Much gold falling on us. They're never out here in the West. I think they were paid directly to hit us. So, which one, which bodies do I actually get to check? Um, he was busy getting, he basically was walking getting. Um, actually, call no, roll. Jeff. Jeff wanted. Oh, to Jeff wanted to roll too. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Or was and he playing Paul with roll investigation. He was playing. Investigation. Yeah. Okay. David, what was your roll? I was trying to do an investigation as well, but I only rolled a seven. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to assume oh. that nobody checks the goblin. Okay. Uh, Nord. Uh, oh. Two. <laughs> okay, uh, Nordbeer and Corey, you don't find anything extra. Um, so Casanova is pretty much the one who found everything. Ha uh-huh. ha. Uh, Nordbeer, most of your time was spent How trying to convince there? Balder that you wanted to put heads. I'm sorry? How many orcs were there? There are three orcs and four goblins. Each goblin. Did anybody have a bag of holding? What about a bag of bowering? No one had any particularly. Stupid. Um, anybody have potions on them? Don't think so. No. So, yes, yeah, so so, the call has now voiced a concern at these. <laughs> do we? Do you know why somebody like? Do we have any enemies call? So that would we be. Should- I know of this tribe. I know of this tribe. I fought against them before. Usually, I fight them in open field in combat, but we usually have no need for such money out in the wild. This is unusual, and they're usually not in this area. Something tells me we've been targeted specifically. Also, not their style. Orcs usually challenge you head on. They don't sneak about in the middle of the night. Well, these are orcs of Grumpsh. They're cowards. They follow the cowardly ways. Orcs of Grumpsh? They such the gourd they follow. But that most orcs follow. Hmm. There are more questions here that I know, do not know the answers to. I'm going to stride up to Balder. Right. And uh, talk to him right I'll now because we were told that orcs were in the south, yet here we are going north and we're coming across tons of orcs. You were told that orcs were in the east. You are told. Oh, well, well, yeah, there you go. Difference. You're, the, the, there are orcs in the opposite side of where you were told there would be mainly orcs. Um, uh, Balder, you, as you approach Balder about this, yeah, well, I mean, uh, I heard the same thing. Is that surprised to see orcs, you know, 
I mean, it's not uncommon to see orcs subjugating the goblins and doing their dirty work. To have this many orcs working with the goblins, and you're not wrong. Goblins or orcs are pretty, pretty much a straightforward kind of people. You know, charge at you and kill you, an open field kind of. Thing. This is this is some sneaky stuff going on. I uh, I don't I don't know. Have you searched the bodies? Anything anything on them that seems to just why they would attack us found a pouch of gold we all um tribal orcs don't usually have need for such money I believe they've been paid to target this caravan specifically do you know what we're uh shipping and yeah you can check the boxes it's just textiles it's all fabric nothing major uh, I mean, uh First shipment in a while had a defestment tense as you people distrustful of the sneaky little elves. Dwarves of the north are constant. Well, apologies, Aaron, but the word word around is dwarves of the west or east are usually pretty bad about them. Want to build their war machines, so yeah, things are tense at the borders. But uh, we we do our best to keep our shipment. Keep so my question there. is, if what you say is true, and there are only textiles. From the very beginning, I said you did not look like a, a caravan driver. So perhaps they were coming for you. Why would they be coming for you? Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't say. I'm, I'm, I'm not a cart driver by, by trade. I'm a mercenary, just like just like you all. I work for the guild. You know, I happen to be, have a, a proficiency with land vehicles. But uh, aside from that, uh, nothing makes me particularly good at driving these carts. I would like to roll an inside check to see I, if he's been com completely honest. Yeah, roll inside. Two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seems hard to read, but you have no reason to think he'd be lying to you. He hasn't yet. We're all deaf and blind. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, he seems pretty average clothing. I mean, he's got, looks like he's wearing some leathers under a cloak. Actually. Nothing. So perhaps <clears throat> is it because I am a dwarf and there are some as he said, there are some dwarven uh, tension between the dwarfs and the orcs. Could it be that I am traveling with you guys and I am retracting? Uh, well, unlikely. That, that could be it, but I, you're, he's Nordman's right. It's very unlikely that you specific, unless you know, are, are there's something you're not telling us about in the past that why a group of orcs would be tracking? Guys, why are we so fucking suspicious? Just go. To Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to hear this from the woman that spent two hours convincing a shopkeep to lay away. <laughs> um, you guys will be so thankful for that soon and for the stone. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she was a fair point. We've dabbled here long enough. I don't like being out here in the open. There may be more. Let's move on. Oh, thank you. Okay, uh, I'm close to it. Alrighty then. Uh, well, it's uh, still pretty late. Uh, you guys want to keep watch? We can, I suppose, keep moving. Hold up, before. One more thing. Your tooth, yeah, sir. You've up? earned it. Oh, uh... 
Yeah. Thank you. Well, mighty uh, warrior. Roll a perception check. <laughs> By rolling it? Yeah, you're rolling your perception check. Okay. <laughs> a 13. Okay, you do not notice him. Chuck it over his shoulder. <laughs> uh, while he's doing that, I fixed the goblin tooth that I took of mine onto my necklace. Very good. <laughs> Varric is still uh, pretty. Yeah, Cassie, he's going to stumble into the back of the park and like crash uh, for a little bit because he needs to recover. All right. Well, I guess I'll walk. <laughs> I mean, run. No, no, no. We're staying put. Aren't we? We're, we're going oh, to we are? Sleep. Is it still uh, that, that is the question. Uh, Boulder basically has left it to you guys if you guys would like to continue moving or if you guys want to finish off a long rest. Oh, I think we finish, it'd be a good idea. we finish off a long rest so that those who are wounded can regain their strength. Um, the only people that are really wounded are Varric and I guess all three of them Varric, Balder, and Call. But Varric and Call uh, can both rest while we travel. Actually, oh. the question is hang on. Do I have. I have land vehicle I... pro- proficiency. Can I take over guiding the cart? Yeah, you could. Um, it, it, it may be of interest that. Uh, I believe Erin has used both of her second level spell slots already. So if you guys continue on, she will be down her most powerful spells for the day as you travel. Can't they rest in the back of the cart as I go along? Yeah, and and, and you know perhaps by the time you stop for the night, if they if they spent all day resting, um, you know you could have the equivalent of a long rest. But if you're attacked on the road, basically, she won't have her stuff back. Sleep in the back of the cart. Okay. Uh, so if you want to take over, Normia, you're welcome to. So, um... Balder, you need rest, so I'll take over and get us out of here. I don't want to be sleeping with a bunch of corpses next to me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Don't mind me. And he, he just sort of he just sort of slumps back in the seat. Still, he just sort of shifts over to the passenger and uh, slumps down. You know, nestling into a comfortable position to close his eyes in. Or he stopped trying to cuddle. <laughs> it's for warm. It's cold out here. <sighs> cuddle your axe, orc. So, my question to you guys: Should I go ahead and sleep in the back of the cart and regain my spells? I would say yes. All right, I'm. I am gonna go take a sleep in the back of the cart. Uh, Has so I'll hit. Used any spells? Uh, Casanova actually looks like just used cantrips the entire time. So yeah, she's still pretty good to go. Okay. So Casanova, do you want to rest too, or will you look out? I actually think we're starting to lose Casanova on this one. Um, but but based on my knowledge of Casanova, I do believe she can probably end up uh, resting in the back since her long rest was interrupted anyway for the evening. Um, so do you spend most of the day, Nordmir, uh, sort of in quiet contemplation as, uh, as you travel along the road, um, you know, every, all of your companions are in, in the back of the cart and, uh, you have Balder, uh, 
quietly snoozing next to you. So tell me what uh, what comes to mind? What does Nordmir think about when he is alone with his thoughts? Right now, he's concerned about why we were attacked and ambushed by what looks like three orcs that were paid to attack us. He questions what their motivation could be if our, we are really carrying textiles then they should have no reason to attack us. Um, check, the, check the stuff while everyone's sleeping. Well, I can't. I'm driving. He's, he's driving. You could stop and check. <laughs> Just throw but, it out there. And then uh, Balder still bothers me because he is well-versed in battle for being a taxi driver. Per se. Okay. <laughs> well, so you do know that that while, while uh, you know he's currently acting as taxi driver, that he is technically you know not a taxi driver by trade. He's a mercenary. Okay, so he's a mercenary by trade. <laughs> yeah, he's a mercenary by trade. Just for this particular contract, he took the position of uh, cart driver. Since you know the the, the way the contract is is divided up is basically two two jobs. One is a team job uh, to act as guards for the um, guards for the cart, which is pretty much reserved for those members of the guild who either have an existing team or who are willing to others. Um, and then the position of cart driver, which is uh, for those individual, those who are individual, individual basis. Um, who not usually don't usually setting. So you you would know that basically Balder uh, doesn't have an existing team or party that he travels with regularly. Um, so single position uh, and the the team position was left to you all who had just reached the team uh, per the. Okay. Um. All right. Well, as we're traveling along, I think about our plan for this evening. Um, how long does everybody stay asleep? Uh, as long as I need to. Yeah, so as long as, uh, you know, they uh, want to, but pretty much if they if they spend the day, they'd like to get the equivalent of their long rest they spend uh, the first half of the day uh, sort of continuing the long rest. And it's, it's quiet and dark for that first half. Like I said, you were attacked in the middle of the night and pretty much the, the adrenaline pumping, so you know, the majority of, of you all were pretty revved up, and it's like, all right, let's let's just keep moving. If we're if the Lord Mayor volunteered to drive, so the rest of you were able to finish out the you you the yeah the remainder you were pretty much able to finish. Out. Um, do I have any dreams, strange dreams in my sleep? Roll a room check. Religion check. Okay. Me too, the natural 20. Okay. Um, so you actually, you do have an interesting dream as you are traveling and bumping along in the cart. Um, as, as the cart is moving along, we sort of, camera sort of pans down to the group of adventurers sleeping in the back of the cart. We've got Casanova laid out serenely. 
uh, Aaron has sort of passed out, leaned up against the side of the cart. And uh, Beric has found a set of boxes that he's laid on top of to get as comfortable as possible. Uh, Call, you are basically acting as the door of the cart. You've laid out, sprawled out from uh, side to side uh, along the edge of the cart. As your buckle camera pans across the lens to you, we get this to your face and flash as we transfer from this camera angle into the dream that you're having. In this dream, you are still on a cart. This cart is slightly different. It's loaded up with some different boxes, and it is, you can see some of those boxes are open. You can see various minerals, ores, uh, metals, unworked ingots. Um, you look out the cart, you sort of recognize the road that you're on. You are on the road to Grundlewood. Um, as you are traveling, looking out the side, you notice something. You notice uh, a, a tree. You notice in the distance like a copse of trees, sort of a forest hill. And within that forest, you see sort of the peaks broken peaks of um, orchard. It looks to be fairly run down. It's hard to tell a lot from this distance, but what you can tell is that some of the walls are crumbling, the turrets aren't in the best condition. This is a sort of a run-down portrait. Uh, you simply just make note of that interesting feature right? um, when suddenly you hear a noise from the front of the caravan. Uh, you know in that way that you always know something you haven't seen it yet. You know that you are traveling with two carts. You are in the further back cart. Uh, you leap out of this cart, barely uh, around the side, and you see at the front there is uh, a fallen tree which has sort of stopped the caravan and having leapt from hiding within that from behind that tree and from the areas, you see a band of orcs. Um, there is, the dream becomes more distorted at this time. You know, the orcs are angrier, bloodthirsty, and they are wreaking havoc caravan, and they are attacking the driver of each cart to prevent the cart from moving forward. You see arrows from archer orcs that are taking out the horses so that even if Someone new gets up there, the carts can move. Um, you know, you see before you, and then you are standing in a field alone, and carts gone. And you see flash, and it's dark, flash, and all you see is the open palm. And then you wake with the start. Boys? Hello? Is there anyone awake? No, oh. what's up, Cole? Uh, oh, <clears throat> I, had a, I had a vision. I had a dream. Oh. Oh, yeah? What was Don't. it about? I, I basically tell them the details. Mm -hmm. uh, I, okay. I'm very um, Okay. So he tells you the details of the dream. Uh, fairly fairly vividly, um, as, as has been made, uh, made a point before, um, 
he call is is very good at remembering as he has um, quite often needed to remember them divine so, um, okay. is my character so, awake and let's say this is true you said there was two cards ish and how sure are you about it that it is about this travel could it be about another time could be the other mission that is my guess well I'm glad we didn't take that one then how sure are you that we aren't on this on mission we were just given false information we did find the orb that was supposed to be in the other for anything suspicious here be that Tempest is telling us to go on the other mission also. I, I don't know. But if we do, we'll know something is coming. Question. I mean, like something came here. Do you think some someone is sending ambushes to anything going through this area? Perhaps. Could it be the orcs are preparing for war? Don't know. But there is something organizing around here. I do know if we take the other mission to Grunch, or uh, Grundleware, um, she won't be an easy trip. That's fine. We'll have fun all the same. Yeah, that's the attitude, Lord Bear. <laughs> Question. Right. Are, um, uh... About now, what time is it? Um, so at this time, it's come, it's come around to about midday now. Um, you guys are all stirring sleep, and uh, you feel well rested, so you guys can all select the long rest button. Um, the character sheet that should reset anything that needs to be setting. Use that limit for your long rest to heal you up as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, you come to about midday. Now, um, everyone roll an in or a, either an intelligence or a uh, wisdom survival. I will roll survival since I have uh, proficiency in that. Sweet. Wait, what am I rolling? I roll Stand. either intelligence or wisdom survival. Intelligence. Intelligence. Wait, 21. So, Corey, you having been the one who had the dream, um, you would know based on what you were seeing, the area you, area you were at, you would know that the trip from the base of the mountains where you sort of were split off between going to Festus and going to Grundleware, um, you would know that from that spot Grundleware is about a five-day journey. Uh, you know that it's obviously two days through the mountain, and then that the caravan was leaving three days, three days after you left. Um, so knowing that it would be basically about a ten-day the rebellion to the border of Grundleware, you all have been traveling now. You all have been traveling for about six days, which means. The caravan would be uh, basically approaching its first day of travel from the base of the mountain, pretty much. So it would be basically entering the day of travel from the base of the mountains. 
you know that there's no way they could be where you were. Nor based on what he's described to you and, and your knowledge of the region, you also come to this that there is no way that the second mission could be uh, where he described them as being at this time. Um, I looked at Balder and I saw are you able to communicate with the uh, guild? Uh, I mean, no, unfortunately. I don't, I don't have my own stone yet. I'm, I'm <sighs> We have to get word out. There's... I have a... I've had a vision from Tempish. I believe the other caravan is in grave danger. Well, I mean, they might be, but you know, it was a... They're going to have a team just like you all, and you all had yourself pretty well, so... I, Walking into an ambush. Like the one we walked into. We're still well, another, that's what they signed up for. Days. We're still another three or four days from the quarter of Festus. When we get there, we should be meeting the, at least one of the Festus. That'll be we'll we'll try to get the word out then. That's what we can do. Right. Yeah, I mean, as soon as we get there, we'll let them know and uh, see what we hear. I uh, guess that's the only choice we have, so I just kind of wait to get to Thespis. Uh, uh, and, um... Did yeah. we travel really all that way in one day from the mountains? No, that you were on your third day of travel. From the mountains? Yeah, from the mountains. You, okay. uh, it, it's basically since you left so you left in the evening um, from Bellion, and then it was a uh, from there it was another day's travel to the uh, you know, or half a day's travel the base of the mountain. Two days through the mountain. Uh, this was the third night um, when you were attacked by these goblins. Random question. Are there any birds nearby? Okay. What was that, David? Are there any birds nearby? Um, yeah, there's a, a, a hawk overhead. Can I use my speak with animals uh, to charm the hawk and attach a message to his leg and convince him to, to fly the message back to the guild hall? Um, you can use your speak with animals to attempt to speak with him. Okay. That is what that does. Well, I also have animal friends as well. What's that? I have animal friendship as well. Okay, so which would you like to use? I can't use both. Uh, I suppose you could use both. Yeah, so I guess uh, you would start by passing friendship. Um, let me roll a wisdom saving throw for the hawk. Look up the stack of a hawk. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what's your saving throw, DC? That's what? You have a DC 10 saving throw. Um, he has a plus 2 to his wisdom, and he rolled an 8. So that would be a 10. Unfortunately, your animal friendship failed. Um, he does, it does, however, get his attention as you have cast a spell on him. Uh, and he comes sort of careening down towards you. What do you do? Uh... I can. I try to call out to him because I can uh, speak his language. Okay, so you can speak to him. What do you say? Huh? What do you say to this hawk who is careening towards you? Are 
our friends are in danger. I need I need your help. Well, you got a funny way of showing it, casting spells on people. Ah, see? Ah. <laughs> careening down towards you, claws there. He lands. He lands down next to you, uh, and just sort of, you know, that thing you see birds do sometimes, and on the floor, like they spread their wings out real wide, sort of walking on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's basically He's doing that at you, and you just. And so the rest of you all just hear this sort of screeching. It's just like. <laughs> but David, uh, you hear this this hawk just sort of berating you. He's like, what are you casting spells on people for? That's not a nice thing to do at all. Look, if you wanted to talk to well, him, that's a fine thing to do. I have a question. Because I have a I have a wisdom with animal handling. Does that play into this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll, roll animal handling to try and calm this hawk down. Um, can I try to help him by giving him, like, a piece of, like, food? Uh, yes, so you use the help action. David, roll with advantage. Okay. And then, again. So, let's go with the first one. We'll go with the first one. That's going to be a 15. Uh, so he just goes, Well, see, you need a message sent, what you said? You said you need a message sent somewhere? I do. We have knowledge that we have, that our other party is about to be ambushed and we need to send help their way but we uh, we can't reach there in time surely a bird of your speed and strength would be able to get there very quickly of course see of course now where am i going what do you say where are you going where am i going back east to bellion to bellion thank you brilliant brilliant I'm, I'm not familiar with bellion uh you said it's east i can go east about what is it? Is it east or south? South. I thought it was east. I thought we've been traveling west this entire time. Yeah, but the I think the group is not left yet. So okay. we it should have left like a day or so after we did. They left three days after you did. So they would be they been traveling for. So, so they should be going uh, through the mountains. Okay. So traveling for six. Been traveling for six days. And they left three days after you. You would know that they would should be somewhere around the mountain. Okay, so I'm sending him in that direction then, towards that caravan. Okay. Um, Are you going to write a letter? Just, so you're just sending I, this, you're just sending the hawk off on his own. But I'm going to write a letter and ask him to to deliver the letter uh, to them. Sure, sure, sure. Attend it to my lake here, right there. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Uh, he lets you attach this letter to his leg, uh, and he sort of begins taking to the sky. Uh, as he's going away, he just calls out. He just says, Next time, remember, just ask first before you go passing spells on things. <laughs> he flies off where you, you sort of southeast, where you sent him to sort of intercept the, uh, the caravan. Oh. Frederick, I give him a pat on the back. <laughs> so just so you guys are You're aware, but you just the sort of the exchange that's just sort of happened here is that you saw Varric screech into the sky as <laughs> a hawk was barreling towards him, and then you just sort of heard this sort of tweeting and screeching <laughs> interchange as they're both just like <laughs> at, at each other as they speak. 
in animal tongue. Varric, I didn't know you spoke chicken. I speak many languages, dwarf. <laughs> that, was a, that was a bloody good idea, Varric. some food for us. What, Normer say? Do you think you could befriend some food for us? That's an especially good idea. My skills are not well. You do, you do know that the animals that are around us. Uh, yeah, so you do know that the past several days you've been traveling. Um, you know there have been some provisions in the cart already uh, for for this much travel that the guild had provided. But in addition, uh, each day both uh, Varric and Casanova have been able to sort of go out. Uh, and surprisingly, Casanova's pretty well versed in the field. And has and both have been able to come back with, with plenty of uh, call all our and berries and, and nuts uh, for for additional sustenance. All right. Sweet. So okay, um, the remainder of your journey is fairly uh, fairly uneventful. Uh, you the, each each night you sort of set up your usual scenario. Uh, of watches, uh, Boulder decides um, to Boulder decides it's probably a better, a good idea that you know you work some kind of buddy system out and decides to stay up for the, the middle session as well. So that there's a someone so to help keep the other awake, keep a good eye out. Two people um, each shift. So uh, you all spend the night uh, sort of in, in, in two man shifts that are uneventful uh so the next four days you continue through the fields it's very very beautiful the fields are lush and green um as you come up to uh sort of this region that you're in here from this region here to here you sort of see this vast forest and you all know that this is the region of festus that is miles 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 of forest and you uh, are you know start following the road up and uh, you following the road up and you've got on, on your left hand your, your western side you have the forest stretching on for miles up very dense forest off to the west and on the east side of you are these sort of rolling hills as well lush green fields um and then you come to the border, uh, the true border between Vespis and uh, Cantor is sort of the one place um, where it is considered sort of safe cross. It is monitored um, by both Vespis and Cantor with their own uh, their own delegates, um, as well as occasionally, uh, such as in situations like this by a, a member of the Wayfinder Society Guild located in um, As you approach the border, a cadre of six elven warriors come to meet you. You see that they are donned in the color of festive. So they have these, uh, so they have these green and silver uh, colors to them, the sort of forest uh, yeah, 
cloth along their armor, and these just sort of accent silver along the rim as well. You meet with them, and they, the first sort of leader, as it were, of this group steps forward and speaks to Balder, actually, and just says, uh, Hi, Balder, how you doing, my friend? How you been doing these days? Oh, that's, the elf. <laughs> that's the oh, elder. That's uh, the elder. looks at him and, and just says, uh, uh, yeah, hey, Felsen. When the elf opens his mouth, he's seen missing like eight teeth. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this elf has he has teeth. You do see, you do see that his, his, uh, his, he is wearing armor, but he does seem to be sort of in a uniform, perhaps, if not every day. Uh, so he, uh, he speaks with, with Balder for a bit. Um, Balder sort of explains that they've got the shipment here. Uh, you know, they talk back and forth. Just uh, how was the how was the trip down here, Balder? You know, any trouble along the way? Uh, yeah, well, we did a uh, did run into a bit of uh, orc, orcs on the goblins and orcs and the like. So there was that. Now goblins and orcs, hey, when that that happens, you know, sometimes it happens. Yeah, it does, but. Uh, this one was a lot weirder. I mean, you know, you know, you all tell him. You all are better at it. Mike, um, how are you doing, Mike? Uh, uh, it's pretty obvious I got experience with orcs, you know, being a tribe, part of a tribe myself. Um, these orcs, it seems like, from my experience, it was weird that they were in the area that they were, and it seems with the amount of money on them, they were hired specifically to target us. Are you saying that these orcs were hired to fight you? Well, that's very yeah. strange. Very strange. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I took them out with these, you know. I had no trouble at all. Yeah, they, they were, they were six. Very well, you did that very well from the ground. <laughs> uh, so this this uh, this wood elf seems to be uh, very impressed with uh, physical prowess you have played against these orcs, as you proclaimed to him. And I was like, well, was there any trouble with the shipment at all? I mean, you got everything there still, because everything's there. There's missing stuff. Everything's there. Everything's in order. Very good. Well, uh, boys, can you unload the form? You see these uh, these three elves head around to the back. Balder meets them and helps them uh, unload the shipment. Uh, and, and they load it onto uh, this sort of low cart. Um, you see that unlike your cart, which seems to be designed to travel, their cart is sort of very squat, very low to the ground with these wide tires or wide wheels um, that are seem to be designed in some way. They low to the ground so that the tip easy and uh, these wide tires travel a large route deer travel through dense forests without issue. Uh, so they unload and uh, the wood elf that has you now know to be called Elsin Geld Okay, Elson uh, Gelt. Elson Gelt pulls out uh, pulls out several large pouches uh, and hands them over to 
uh, Boulder. Uh, here's that payment you were promised. Uh, the uh, guild, of course, thanks you for your service, and uh, we look forward to hearing back, uh, hearing back what happened. You know, uh, keep us keep us posted on them on the morph happening. We uh, hate to see all that going on. Uh, don't don't get too Roll much of that over in the forest, but uh, you know, things being what they are. Before we turn her, before we say goodbye, um, Aaron walks up and says, "I have a." A question before we leave. Just kind of something that I ask around about. Have you ever run into a dwarf named Gimli? <laughs> a dwarf? In the woods? I look at this little girl. She's still silly. No, he ain't had no dwarfs around here in about a century or two. Alright. <laughs> I figured I'd ask as I'm looking for him. Thank you. Of course, ain't no problem at all. I want you all, you lot have a wonderful day. If you need anything, you just give us a holler. I'm sure your your guild can reach out to Arth. Always happy to help. Thanks, Moy. Thank you. Gold, gold was appreciated. This guy. What's that? I wanted to roll insight on him because sure. I feel roll like insight. he's hiding something. Go for it. I did. Oh, did you? Let's see. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, so, Nordmir, uh, you you do not pick up so when he talks about um orc trouble uh you do not pick up anything from that um when he mentions that there hasn't been any dwarves in the forest in at least a century or two you pick up that something's not quite right about that that there's something you know he he says it with confidence but you you just barely pick up this hint of maybe he has seen a dwarf besides Aaron in the last century or two. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like he's outright he's sort of lying or, or hiding anything nefarious perhaps, but definitely he is. he has seen a dwarf at least. Um, you're not sure when, but definitely within the last century or two. So I'll question him about that. Um... Are you sure you haven't seen a dwarf recently? You know, in the last century or two. The last hundred years. <laughs> uh, he just, just sort of eyes you. He goes, well, I mean, uh, it's possible. Danger two can mind can play tricks on you. Maybe I have seen a dwarf. Perhaps one of the other caravans coming through here delivering stuff had a dwarf on it just like this little one here. But, hmm. Nothing worth no, I don't think. Should I roll another insight to see if he's telling the truth? Uh, I'll I'll roll over you that that natural twenty. Uh, you you get the sense that uh, whatever whatever he was referring to, um, you know, what, whatever dwarf he has seen, you know, there is a hint of truth to that. Perhaps it was a caravan, um, but uh, he doesn't seem to be. Uh, he doesn't seem to be uh, worried about you knowing. He, you know, perhaps it was just a private matter that he didn't feel like sharing. Um, it doesn't seem he doesn't seem any more nervous now about you knowing that he was lying than uh, when he was lying. Okay, so he's still status quo for me catching him. Yeah, yeah. All right then. All right, so the uh, the wood elves 
um, return to their side of the border with the cart. They sort of disappear into the forest. Uh, and Balder disperses your payment for the mission. Uh, you were promised uh, a, a stone of far speech uh, when you return. So there is uh, that waiting for you at Bellion, um, should you choose to go back there. But between the five of you, 250 gold is dispersed. Um, oh! I think we have five. Okay, so that's about 50 gold each. Oh, chubby! No, chubby. I love that. Is it 100? Oh, wait. How, 50 how much? gold each. 50 gold. Okay. 50 gold. Um, so, you are all given your 50 gold, uh, and Balder informs you. He says, uh, now, uh, you're, you're more than welcome to head on back with me if you'd like to, Billion. Uh, otherwise, you're pretty much free to do as you see fit at this time. I mean, uh, you work for the guild, but they will reach out to you. And, and as he's speaking, you all get a message on your coins. Uh, you hear in your head a voice. Uh, you recognize it as uh, Guildmaster Froman. Uh, speaking with you through your coins of far speech. Um, And he says, Uh, Hello, can you all hear me? Dude, Master! Yes! Oh, 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 it's good to hear you. We we have an urgent, uh, uh, we have something urgent to tell you. Just as a reminder, uh, this does act as the the, the the sending spell, so you only have about 25 words each time that I speak with you. Uh, now that being said, I do have some distressing news for you. Uh, now, as you know, there was admission headed to Grundleware a couple of days after you left. Now that party uh, left uh, while you were on the road. Uh, their guide was a, uh, a young dwarf uh, by the name of Ludwabo. Now, Ludwabo was uh, a pretty experienced driver for us. He, he, oh, slipping into wood elf. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> he, he was a, a pretty ex- experienced driver with us, so uh, we weren't uh, too worried about uh, the the scenario out there. But he did, um, well, it, it is, um, Unfortunately, we've, we've gotten word from the uh, we've gotten word from the team as they've reached the border that um, their coach, the caravan, was attacked by a band of orcs. Uh, Lidwobo was killed, actually, as were many members of their party. It was a vicious attack. Thankfully, uh, they did receive uh, an unusual message uh, from a hawk. <laughs> Actually, uh, I believe they said it was from from Varric uh, that oh, cool. they were going to be attacked. Uh, it was uh, unfortunately dismissed pretty simply as they were already aware of the potential attack uh, in the contract. Uh, but that being said, they, you know, were attacked. Uh, <laughs> viciously so. Now, part of the shipment was stolen. 
but they did continue to the border to deliver the remainder. Word now has come to us that the Grundleware officials are refusing to pay uh, the full contract fee as the full amount of delivery was not brought to them. In addition, the delivery that was meant to be shipped back to Bellion is being refused until the remainder of the goods can be received. Now, as a result of this attack and refusal to pay, we at the Guild have actually petitioned the Council of Bellion to submit an official contract to hunt down the Orc Band and exterminate their number, as well as, if possible, retrieve the stolen goods and deliver them to the coast, the, uh, the border of Grundleware. Now, of course, since your party had already expressed an interest in this endeavor, uh, we are reaching out to you to have first pick of the contract, should you so choose. Now, I'll have new information in a few days for you about what the, uh, the specifics of it are, but uh, would you be interested in taking this new contract? I would. Where are the remaining people who were not killed in the ambush? The remainder of the team is currently on its route back to Bellion, as they can't do anything at Grundleware, and they are being refused any kind of assistance. Do they want and we to rendezvous them? Because if they were already if they were already attacked with a, a team of our size and decimated, surely we need high, larger numbers to take on such a force. It is a possibility. Now, they are obviously, it was not a one-sided battle. It was brutal for sure, but they were able to take out a number of the orcs as well. Uh, so it is possible uh, that you could handle this situation on your own. Uh, but that being said, if you'd rather rendezvous with them, you're more than welcome to. Uh, you'll have to find them somewhere on the road between Grundleware and the... Uh, and the mountains. Now, of course, uh, it is a shorter uh, shorter journey from Grundleware to the mountains than it is from Fespis to the mountains. So it's possible by the time you reach them, they would in fact already be in the mountains headed back to Bellion. It's fine then. <clears throat> Let me also ask, um, what were they carrying? What was the supplies that were stolen? Uh, various minerals and ores and metals. Uh, things that, that uh, are found here in the southern mountains, uh, but that the dwarves uh, don't quite have the mines for in their own regions. Uh, so we we mine them ourselves here, and then we ship them in trade for the minerals and ores and metals that are found in the mountainous regions that they take control over. Okay. Have there what do you guys any, think? Any... Um... Have there been any, any more reports of orcs acting strangely the, these last few months? Uh, well, yes, the, the, as was uh, displayed, uh, we we did expect the potential for an attack on the trip to Grundleware, as there had been increased activity there. Um, but uh, we didn't expect it to be this ferocious. Uh, the orc bands are not usually a big issue. They're, they're poorly organized, considering. Uh, but this was uh, unusual. It was not unusual. We also got attacked by goblins and orcs. And orcs. And then when, when we recovered their bodies, we found 15 gold on them, which is highly suspicious that they were paid. Oh dear. You were, you were also attacked and 
and perhaps on purpose. That is it unusual. It's definitely an ambush. I will have I will have our people begin looking into this a little closer. As I said, there will be new information in a couple of days, and it sounds like you are all very interested in pursuing this. Once again, you do have first pick of the contract, and once I have more details, I will reach back out to you. Let us know. And with that, uh, the conversation with the uh, guildmaster ends. Uh, so you are now aware that the dream has come true. The uh, Guildmaster has now confirmed for you that the caravan heading to Grunderware was attacked by orcs, uh, perhaps in just the manner that Call saw in his dreams. Um, and with that, we will conclude our session. We will learn more about the contract you will be undertaking uh, and your mission at our next session. Okay. All right. Well, we got guys. This is we got a game. <laughs> yeah, I one shot at two people today. Definitely worth it. There you go. This was guys. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone, especially Dylan, uh, for putting this. Together. I know, right? True story. I do enjoy the descriptions of the fight. <laughs> Well, uh, I yeah. am glad yeah. that you all are in celebration uh... and healing. <laughs> I th I think that all of my healing should look like the Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's canon right? now. The uh, Aaron heals via Kamehameha blast. Uh, now she does still have to be touching you, so. Uh, uh, it is a short range Kamehameha, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, she does in fact heal via the Kamehameha blast, which is a very amusing visual. At least she doesn't no, need a whole turn to charge. <laughs> yeah, this is this is true. This is true. Five episodes later, she still hasn't shot it off. Guys, what's really great though is that the cure wound spell does in fact have both verbal and somatic components which means she can quite literally somatic components hands shaping and moving verbal components kamehameha healing occurs <laughs> that's great it's beautiful it's beautiful uh, i will never forget this encounter but... It's going to be the the encounter where I stand up and lay down again. So I'm always going to remember that. Oh, I know, man. That was that was brutal. Just <laughs> stand I up, natural one, knock to the ground. I love stand how. Uh, no, I love. It's not. I love how you just give people teeth, <laughs> and they don't know what to do. Oh. With them. I like eighties Russian. Uh, it's my way of getting trophies. Kind of noting, you know, my. It's kind of like how I'm tracking my pilgrimage. It's kind of like a. It's a religious thing for me. So the, I when I do it, it's right on a. Can I just chucked it over his shoulder? <laughs> I didn't know. As far as Call knows, 
Balder has it. Yeah, you know. You get the sense that this elderly human man with a wife at home doesn't collect teeth. But yeah, it was a good session today, guys. I'm glad you all got to. Uh, glad we got to have like a nice, good, long combat. Everyone got a couple of turns, got to play with their new stuff. Y'all got to finally see Varric do his shifting thing. Yeah, yeah that's true. Ooh. And snap ahead. Heck yeah. Yeah, y'all got to see. Uh, gosh, Nordmir just one shot a couple of goblins. As a sneak <laughs> attack. I, I felt like I did my job in taking damage. You know, I just you did. To... You really did. You were literally a meat tank. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, my job. That's my job. Yeah. Barbarians, man. I mean, especially once you, like, it's that first round. The first round is rough for you, obviously, with, um, the first round is obviously rough when you are surprised like that and aren't able to get your rage up in time. Yeah. But after that, you have half damage on everything. Can't beat it. Yeah. For more fun and games, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gamenightknd. Or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at gamenightknd. Want more adventures without the ads? Follow us at patreon.com slash gamenightkimanddill.